Amen. Thanks, Brad. Can we just thank Brad for what he's doing in that space? Love it. Means I don't have to do it, so it's really good. So thanks, Brad. It's good news. Thanks for the way that you give. That's really, that's really cool. Have you noticed that just in the way that you do life, things kind of change? Have you noticed that? Things change all the time. And you go, you know, all of a sudden you realise that there's a new way to do things. And I'm just going to take you back a bit. Do you remember these kind of days? Like there's a new way to listen to music. Like imagine them doing sort of playlists on cassette tapes. It took forever. And, and do you realise even now that iTunes is closing? Have you heard that? I mean, who would have thought that iTunes would close? Yeah, it's closing. It won't be around pretty soon. It's all about streaming. Stream. So there you go. Didn't realise that, did you? Changes. Do you realise it's actually a different way to pay? Does anyone pay like this anymore? Has anyone got cash on them right now? Okay, can we just send the offering buckets around again? That'd be great. What's going on, guys? Got to... <laughs> There's a reason why I don't carry cash anymore. I never feel guilty when the offering bucket comes past. Uh, it's funny. I, remember, I didn't go to Hillsong this year, but I remember going to Hillsong and they take an offering up every night, which is all good. I'm all, but you always feel guilty. And every time you're putting cash in, which is great. Don't regret that. But anyway, but you pay differently now. Do you realise that? You can even pay with a ring. I mean, you pay with that ring for the rest of your life, but honey, kitten, beautiful girl. Um, <laughs> but you can pay with a watch, you pay with your pay pass, and what's, what's challenging is that you feel like you're not paying. Really? You pull cash out of your wallet, you feel like you're paying for something. But it's changed the way that we even pay for things. I mean, the way that you take items from a grocery store has changed. Did you realise that? Try and get someone to serve you. It's really hard. You've just got to serve yourself. Changes. When we look at God's Word, there's some pretty big revelations about the season that you and I live in now, and it is completely different to Old Testament times. Completely different. Do you realise that you and I are living in a season that is completely different? I mean, check this out. This is some scripture that talks about this kind of concept. You'll find it in, um, in 2 Corinthians. I'm going to read a fair bit of this. Before I read it, actually, this is where we've been so far in our series, our series of life with God, because God just desperately wants to do life with you. Do you know that? Every moment of every day, he desperately wants to do life with you. In all the complexity of life, all the joys, all the sorrows, all the challenges, all the temptations and everything in between, God desperately wants to do life with you because he loves you and likes you and wants to be in relationship with you. And so that's what our series has been about, life with God. How's your life going with God? Because you look through the whole of the Bible, you would see that that's the story. God wants to be with you. And he'll do whatever it takes, even sending his precious son. He wants to be with you. We looked at Genesis, Garden of Eden. God just wanted to be with his people. And we stuffed it up. We're kind of walking around with God. That would have been pretty cool. And then um, um, Brad talked about the, the tabernacle and how there's God 
kind of wanted to be with us. And there's this temporary tent that had a most holy place and it'd be set up and packed up. But I mean, listen to it if you haven't heard that on our podcast. It puts today in context because even in a temporary tent where God wanted to dwell with these people, there was this most holy place and it was treasured, it was gold coated. And then John Cotter last week spoke about the temple that was built and how incredible that was. I mean, I think John said that inside, inside the temple, there was like 80 tons of gold. God hasn't got an issue with wealth or gold. In fact, it honours him when it's used well. But this treasure, this most holy place, and we're never going to get it because we weren't there. We've done the mixtapes. We've kind of seen things change in our kind of culture. But it's different. There was a priest that could only go to the most holy place once a year. One person, once a year. And so if you haven't heard those messages, check them out on our website and our podcast because it does put this series in context. Because then we land today and we go, actually, do you realise it's different? Completely different. There's a new temple. There's a new way. The old way's gone. There's a new way and you and I are living in it. Let's explore some of that. It says the old way with laws etched in stone led to death. Talks about the, the old covenant, the, the Ten Commandments, etc. And though it began with such glory that the people of Israel could not bear to look at Moses' face, I don't know if you remember that story, for his face shone with the glory of God. And even though the brightness was already fading away. And shouldn't we expect far greater glory under the new way? And now that the Holy Spirit is giving life. If the old way which brings condemnation was glorious, how much glorious is the new way? You might have to keep track on this, Mark. I don't know where I'm up to on those slides there. So if the old way which has been replaced was glorious, how much more glorious is the new which remains forever? And since this new way, do you get it? There was an old way. And we're in this new way. We were born into this new way. And we've lost the context. It keeps talking about that, about this new way. And then right towards the end, it says these words, and we sung about it this morning. Yes, even today, when they read Moses' writings, their hearts are covered with that veil, because there was a veil, and they do not understand. But whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. You know, if this is your first time in church today, ever, you can turn to the Lord, he's there, he'll accept you, and you will actually understand who he is. King of kings and Lord of lords gave his life for you. For the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So all of us can have that veil removed and can see, we can see God and we can reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord who is the Spirit makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious image. Things have changed. So there was the Garden of Eden and then there was this tabernacle that God set up a temporary dwelling place. And then there was the temple of which God, which God dwelt. But then Jesus came into this world and changed it forever. And he lived and he sacrificed his life and he conquered death and he rose from the dead and he ascended to heaven and he gave us his Holy Spirit. We're living in a whole new season. 
It doesn't seem new because it's been happening for a while, but that is the reality of which we are living. We are empowered by the Spirit, and you and I actually have God himself living in us. If you're a believer of Jesus, you have the Holy Spirit with you. Now, I know that you know that. I hope you know that. I know that you know that. What would happen if we had a deep, fresh revelation that God himself, through his spirit, lived in you? Now, I don't know what you think of when you think of the Holy Spirit. But just as God in all his fullness was in Jesus, God in all of his fullness is in his spirit. Sometimes I think we can think that the Holy Spirit is part of God and he's given us a part of him to live in us. Just a little taste, a deposit. But that kind of, that's all true. But this verse says here, I've got this number, that's fine, thanks. Um, For the Lord is the Spirit. So God is the Spirit. So if you're a believer in Jesus, you actually have all the fullness of God living in your most holy place. You see, we're in a new season. The old is gone, the new has come, and you're the temple. You're the temple of God. You have a most holy place, and God places his spirit. And check this out. This is this verse. Don't you realize that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God. I mean, we could just preach on that verse right there. And if we understood that enough, if we realized that enough, that would radically change the way that we lived. I don't know about you, but I don't walk around every day realizing that. Do you? Some of you might. There's so much distraction in my space that I don't live with the reality of that verse happening in my life. It is. God's spirit is in me. God's spirit is in you. But what would happen if you and I realised that we were hosting the presence of God, the very essence of God, God in all his fullness, in the inner part of who we are, that we live with him every moment of every day? How would that change the way that you live? How would that change your reverence for God? How would that change your worship with your life? How would that change your relationships? How would that change what you do? You know, that verse continues to say, you do not belong to yourself for God bought you with a high price. So you must honour God with your body. See, your body is so valuable. God put 80 tonnes of gold in the temple to host his presence. Now, in this new way, God places his spirit in you. You're so valuable. Even your physical body is so valuable to God. And we're called to honour God with our bodies in every way. The way we care for our bodies, the way we look after them. The context of this is even sexuality. God wants us to honour him with our bodies because he's within us. He's in you. Do you realise that? Do you realise the significance of that? 
You know, because of this, you and I have this incredible relationship with God. God himself in all his fullness is living in you, the living God. Because of that, there's this treasure. Because of that, there's a relationship that is like like no one hardly ever experienced in the Old Testament. Do you realise that? There was a few people. But you and I, in this new way, host God's presence within us. Check this verse out. I love it. It says, we now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. You have such a great treasure in you. You have God himself living in you. My goodness. Can we just pause for a sec there? Just time out. I mean, for some reason I woke up at three o'clock this morning. I think I was thinking about this. Happens sometimes when you preach. And I just laid there. And I was just completely aware of God's presence in me. I didn't want to move. I just wanted to lay there, soak it in. There's so much peace with the reality that God's living in me. Can we just pause just for a minute? And can I just encourage you just in silence, whether you close your eyes or not, but just be completely aware that God in all of his fullness is actually alive and living in you right now. Can I just encourage you to reflect on that truth just for one minute? God himself, God through his spirit, in you, living with you, loving every second of it. You have this treasure in you, and it's God. Praise God. You see, because of that, you have this relationship that is is so special. You have a prayer life that is so intimate. That there's no barrier between you and God. There can't be because he's within you. That there's nothing that you can, se- can separate you from his presence. He's with you. And because of that, a verse like this comes to life. And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. So you have a relationship with God because his spirit's in you. You are the temple. You are the sanctuary. That's what we're talking about this year. 
You host his presence. He is with you. And because of that, you have a relationship and a prayer life and an intimacy like was never experienced in old times. You're in a new covenant. Through Jesus' blood, he made a way and he gifted you his spirit. Praise God. Do you realize that? Do you realize things are different than what they were? Because it continues to go on. And then there's other other concept. Do you realize that all of you together are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God lives in you? You see, as Christian people, as followers of Jesus, and I'll say it again, if 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 that's not you and this is one of your first times here, it's a simple prayer that kind of says, Jesus, I believe that you are God and you died on the cross for me. Welcome to the kingdom of God. See, the moment that happens and there's that revelation, God places his spirit within you. But also as a community of people, as in a local expression, God is among us. Like there's this sanctuary, this temple that we are as a group of people that comes to life. And we can be, we are a sanctuary vibrant with life. It needs to look different. It needs to feel different. The atmosphere is different when people step in to a community like this, whether it's a connect group, whether it's a Coast Christian school, whether it's a preschool up at Berkeley whether it's a church service, wherever Coast communities gathered or any church gathered, when people step in, it's like there's an awareness that God is here. Does that happen for us? My hope is that it does. Because we are that kind of sanctuary. How's this verse where it says the church is Christ's body? So you're part of Christ's body in which he speaks and acts by which he fills everything with his presence. So you're part of the body of Christ. You have his spirit in you. Wherever he places you, you take his presence. Everything with his presence. Can I say, never underestimate your presence. Never underestimate you just being present with people, what God wants to do in that space. Never underestimate that. I don't know what your life is like, but I feel like we, that Kel and I would step into lots of situations. And there's lots of situations sometimes can be very unhealthy or very complex. So you just don't know what to do. You don't know what to say. But I've learned that God just wants you to turn up. God just wants you to step in. God just wants you to go there and be present and trust him. And he will give you the words to say, what to say, how to say it, or to completely shut up. Just to be present. Love someone. You see, if we, like that first says, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we can see God's glory and we can reflect God's glory. We can own it for ourselves and let God transform us. That's why spiritual formation is so key. That's why transformation is so key. God wants us on a growth journey with his Spirit and for us to let him so that we can be present in all kinds of situations. And that's how God works in his world. He uses his church, you and me. Never underestimate your presence. Where could you be present today, this week? Just turn up. Can I just say this just really quickly? 
Steve Kelly, I'm just really proud of you. This week I know that you stepped into a tragic situation. You just had a prompt on your heart to go and you did. And I know your presence in that space would have touched so many people. That's what I'm talking about. God just wants you and I, as his church, filled with his spirit, to be present in people's lives. Can I encourage you that if you just sense God tugging on your heart to be present somewhere you go, even if you don't understand, if you don't know what to say, don't know what to do, if you get an invitation to a dinner party, you know there's lots of people there that aren't Christians, go. Be part of it. Step in. Be present. Just be a growing you. There's some places God will call you to not be present (laughs) if it's not good for you. But there's plenty of times where God wants you on the front foot and you just step in and you just love people. You let the fruits of the Spirit reign. You just actually step in and love people. And God will use you powerfully. It's not rocket science. It's God's plan. It's his plan for the way that his presence is actually released in the world. I love that passage, which is just before this one, that says the church is at the centre of the world. And from that point, we step into all kinds of situations. Never underestimate the presence that you have in your family. If you're anything like me, there's people, there's people in your family. Families are so complex, my goodness. And there's, there's people in families that are far away from God and close to God and everywhere in between. Never underestimate your presence in your family as a Christ follower. You can just overflow love. And sure, we don't get it right all the time. We can embrace God's grace and that's part of our transformation and we keep stepping in. Never underestimate the presence in your workplace or in your school or your university. See, people know that there's something different because when you have God's Spirit in you, you're a temple. There's a vibrancy about you that's something different. Let it happen. Let it be authentic. And let God use you in powerful ways. And you go, I'm not qualified to do that. You are. God's Spirit qualifies you. Check this verse. It's not that we think we are qualified to do anything on our own. Our qualification comes from God. He has enabled us to be ministers of the new covenant. That's talking about you. It's not talking about me as a minister. It's talking about us. This is a covenant not of written laws but of the Spirit. The old written covenant, the old way ends in death. But under the new covenant, the Spirit gives life. See, the fact that you're a believer in Jesus and you have the Holy Spirit in you, you're a temple, you're a sanctuary, you host his presence. That qualifies you to be a minister of the new way, the new covenant. And it's about life. It's just being authentically alive with Jesus. His spirit is in you. And we do that because God releases us. God wants us to understand. He wants us to realize that it's different. I wish somehow, and maybe God does this to you, I just wish somehow God could take this revelation and just plant it deep in our spirits so that we would know that we would know that we would know that his spirit is with us and we would live from that place. Because God doesn't do it just because 
I mean, he wants to. He doesn't do it for no purpose, though. He does it because he loves you, and he does it because you're part of the Great Commission. You are. God wants to use you in so many ways, in ways that you won't even know he's using you if you're just being present with people and allowing God's presence to kind of be evident. But God wants us to go. God wants us to go. And that can be going to your family, going to your school, stepping into those dinner parties, or going to Russia like Abby is at the moment. Or anything in between. And it doesn't need to be a fearful thing. It's just a trusting God every day, knowing that his spirit is in you. And I love this. I don't use the Amplified very often, but it's pretty cool. Go therefore and make disciples of all a nation. Help the people to learn of me, believe in me, and obey my words, and baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe everything I've commanded you. And lo, don't you love that? And lo, I am with you always. Remaining with you perpetually, regardless of circumstance, and on every occasion, even to the end of the age. So the good news is Jesus. The good news of the new way is that God is with you. And it's not just a part of God. It's a full essence of God within you. Do you realise that? Do you realise you have the Holy Spirit like that with you? Do you realise that you're part of the new way? There's only one other way than this, and that's when Jesus returns. Like we're in this season of, a, of this new way. We're not in the old way, praise God. We have God with us every day. Do you realise that you are a temple of the Holy Spirit? If so, how how can we just honour God with our bodies? How can we honour God by the way that we live? How do we let him transform us in deep ways on the inside so that we can actually be present with people and be part of his mission in his world? He's among us. I hope his people, people step in. And you've heard me say before, I think the number one thing I hear people say when they step into our community here is I feel like I've come home. Have you felt that? Have you heard people say that? That's because this is real. We are a sanctuary vibrant with life. There's something different going on because God's here. We're in the new way. And do you realise that God has qualified you as a minister of this new way? A new way of life. A new way of the spirit. A new way of going is helping people learn about Jesus. Helping people understand that Jesus died for them. That's you and me. That's our job. And a lot of the time we do it by just being present with people and we host God's presence and we let him overflow and we trust him and we step in and we speak when we feel led to and we just love people when we don't feel led to speak. You and I can do that. My prayer is that today, this week, that God's spirit will prompt you and remind you until you get it, until I get it. Look, that there'll be a prompting by his spirit that you will be just acutely aware of his presence in your life, in you, as a temple, as a most holy place. That We're not talking about a priest going there once a year. A holy place in you, which makes you holy, serve as holy priests. 
every moment of every day. My prayer is that you and I have deep revelations this week, that that's us, that's our life. I want to realise it more and more. I want to live my life this week for the rest of my life realising that. And from that point, when you sense God's prompt to step into anyone or anywhere that you say, yes, I'm in and I'm going to trust you, God. I'm going to trust you, God. Use me in powerful ways. Can we pray about that? Lord, I thank you so much that, Lord, that we are in this new space. Lord, for some reason you've chosen to, to see us born in this season and live in this season, this new season, this new covenant, a new way, a new way of your spirit, a new way of life. And Lord, I pray, God, that we would have deep revelations that, God, in all your fullness, you are within us as your spirit. Lord, I pray, Lord, as we have deeper revelations of that, Lord, that we would honour you with our bodies. Lord, that we would worship you and be reverent in very deep ways. All because your spirit's with us. Praise you, Lord. Thank you so much. Pray our worship of you, God, would go to a whole new level as we realise that your spirit is with us. Lord, I pray that we'd have a revelation that together, as a community of people, we are a temple also. Lord, that your spirit is among us. You live with us, you walk with us, you live with us. And I pray, Lord, that as a community of people, we would see people step in and just know that you're at the centre of who we are, God. I pray, God, we see people find you, have revelation of who you are, Jesus, and then become part of that temple. So, Lord, help us to, I don't know, just live well. Let God, we just let you transform us, let you grow us, let you develop our character to be more and more like you. And thank you that's possible because of your grace and your spirit in us. Lord, help us represent you well in all the places that you have us already. I pray, God, that we'd represent you well. Lord, in all the places you're calling us to step into, help us just to represent you well. I pray, God, there'd be fruits of your spirit that just overflow from us, God, that point people to you. God, we want to commit that to you. I pray, God, I ask, God, that your spirit would prompt me, would prompt us, even just this week as we reflect upon this, and just be acutely aware of your presence. Lord, I pray that it would be so strong for some people that, that God, we won't even be able to talk, that we'd just be blown away by your presence in our life. Thank you, God. Thank you for your presence. Thank you that our bodies are a temple, that they host your presence. Help us to reflect your glory, God. We ask that in Jesus' name.